Hi friends, it's Andrea with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. What if I told you one simple practice has the power to transform your relationship with food? Yep, a few seconds each day of a very simple behavior can completely reform, transform, and rebuild your relationship with food. It's true. Listen on to hear more. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. I remember years ago hearing Oprah talk about her gratitude practice. She said for a few minutes every day, she acknowledged the things that she was grateful for. And she talked about how this had opened up her life tremendously. So I thought, hmm, if it's good enough for Oprah, then it's good enough for me. So I decided to dedicate five-ish minutes each morning and write down five things I was grateful for. At first, the things that I listed were very general. I'm grateful for my kids, my house, my friends, things like that. But as I continued, my gratitude practice evolved. And the things that I was grateful for and the things that I was journaling down became much more specific. So that was really cool. But the real beauty came because I spent my days looking for things to be grateful for. I knew that I was going to be writing down five things I was grateful for the next day. So I began to find the gratitude in everyday things. And I looked for things to be grateful for. So I went around in my day searching for it and it shifted how I approached my day and how I presented myself in my day. It was super amazing. And experts say that showing gratitude is really proven to be an effective tool for the mind and body. There's lots of benefits that can be had from spending a few minutes each day writing down what you're thankful for, even on your hardest days. And this is what I, definitely have experienced. So one is that it lowers stress levels. By expressing your emotions, you avoid them building up, and then you don't have the negative side effects that come. It releases tension. Journaling is a really creative outlet and speaks, like gets those creative energies out there and helps get rid of tension. It helps you gain better understanding of yourself by understanding the things that are truly important to you, the things that are really resulting in those grateful feelings. You understand yourself better and you understand like what makes you tick and understanding that can help you 
dedicate more time to the things that really make you happy and matter to you. It's really a form of self-care. We don't spend a lot of time on ourselves, but we should. <laughs> it should be more accepted to spend ample time bettering ourselves and providing some self-care. And it is really a wonderful question. Like who wouldn't want all of these great things in their day and in their life? It's such an easy way to improve the quality of life. And so I've encouraged this kind of practice when I've worked with various clients. I teach them to express gratitude toward their food. At first, it sounds completely weird. Like, Andrea, you're going to have me thank a chicken breast. <laughs> and it is true that initially when I have people do this, they say initially they're just like, Thank you, farmers, for the food that you've given me, things like that, like very general things. But just like in the example I described, those general statements come at the beginning and they give way to more deep thoughts and more deep expressions of gratitude. So yes, it does seem weird. But this simple tool, this simple practice has such healing potential. Because we women have a long history with a battle with food. We have all kinds of reasons and, and signs, I guess I should say, that we have unhealthy relationships with food. And in fact, I was talking to my ninth grade daughter yesterday, and she was talking about how she was telling me, mom, so many people have eating disorders. And I'm not really sure if she just meant like diagnosed eating disorders or just kind of bad relationships with food and disordered eating habits. So things like you feel guilty about eating, you avoid or restrict foods because they're quote unquote bad for you. You have a long list of rules surrounding about around the foods that you should and shouldn't eat. You use calorie counters or apps to tell you when you're finished eating for the day. You ignore your body's hunger cues. You have a history of yo-yo dieting and you feel a lot of stress or anxiety when eating in social situations because you're fearful of what others may think about your food choices. Those are all signs of a bad relationship with food. And it really comes from many, many years ago when as adults now, we find ourselves adopting similar food habits to our parents. And some of those can be unconscious and we don't always connect it to our childhood experiences or those messages that we got as a child from our, our families. We were in situations where our eating style has been shaped because of the way family members have talked about food, or maybe we were criticized by not eating something or eating too much. When we were kids, maybe food was treated as a reward. Like if you eat your vegetables, then you will get to have dessert, things like that. Parents might've had concern about their child's weight. But if you think back, our exposure to food, the encouragement to eat, the pressures can really shape our preferences now as adults. As adults, we can have lots of positive experiences with food, but we also have some negative ones. So we have this long-standing, deep-rooted behavior of unhealthy relationship with food. So tons of reasons that shape it. 
and that creates the patterns that we have today. My guess is that everyone listening has at some point had a frustrating experience trying to change the way we eat. But if we can't dig down and understand our patterns from childhood that have shaped this, I don't think we can really alter our eating habits now for long term unless we really look at those deep-seated patterns. The amazing thing is that expressing gratitude toward our food is a simple tool that can get us there. It's amazing. I suggest saying five statements of gratitude toward your food every day. This is a key to achieving the ultimate success that we want. Let me know how it goes. I really encourage you to take this on. As we said, not super time consuming, but oh so life transforming. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.